Praise the Lord. I bring greetings to every one of you who are in this sanctuary. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Thank God that the Lord has given us another opportunity to be in his presence and worship the Lord in truth and spirit. I enjoyed the worship that was led by the worship team. Touching and may the Lord bless them as well. As we are seated in God's presence, once again I want to appreciate Pastor Finney Samuel and the, uh, the church board for inviting me uh, to be here in these days and share God's word as this is the uh, last meeting of uh, this time. I again appreciate every one of you for your participation, your love, and your prayers for me. May the Lord bless all of us and uh, let us all stand firm for the kingdom of God because the coming of Jesus is so near. And so we are to prepare ourselves and stand for God in the days to come, wherever God has placed us. We are here to worship the Lord. You came here with that purpose, and uh, I believe that all of us participate in worshiping the Lord. Okay, we enjoy the worship of the Lord, worshiping the Lord. Am I right? How many of you enjoy? You really enjoy worshiping God? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Participation in worship is very important. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, all my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. That is the ultimate goal of our worship. Worship to, we supposed to come from the bottom of our heart. Amen. Hallelujah. I read the story of a very poor Chinese man. He was very poor. He lived in a very little facility close to uh, an apartment. His room was very small a small bed and uh, he lives there. He's working very hard and earning his livelihood. And uh, he was such a poor man. This is a story I read. He was such a poor man that he could eat only plain rice, which means no other dishes, no curry, nothing. Eating only plain rice. So every time he worked hard and then he cooked his rice and eat the rice without any curry. As days went on, somebody came and started a restaurant very close to the room where he stays. And this restaurant, he could see through his windows. And uh, they started uh, cooking delicious food, different variety of foods. And a uh, lot of people come there, enjoy, they eat. And he see it every day, and he wished that he could uh, have some food like that someday, go to the restaurant and eat some food, but he has no money. So he could not. It was like a dream. So what he was doing sometime, 
he would take his plain rice, the little rice, and go to the window, and he would, when the sweet uh, aroma of the delicious food comes, he would just go to the window and take a deep breath and then eat his plain rice. So he find a little comfort with that. But one day the restaurant manager noticed that this guy is doing it. So he wanted to play a kind of trick with him. And uh, he noticed it for several days. And after a few days, this he, he heard a knock at the door. So the man went and opened the door and he saw the restaurant manager standing there. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. I came to give you a bill. A bill for me? Yes, a bill. What is the reason? I did not come to your restaurant. I never ate any food from there. And why you are giving me a bill? And the manager told that uh, I was noticing several days you were eating your rice with the smell of my curries. So I wanted to give this money for me. This is the bill. This poor man, he tried to argue with him, but the restaurant manager was a little powerful, and so he could not. He asked him some time, give me some time. I'll earn some money and give you. From that day onwards, he started putting a coin in a, a little tin, uh, uh, you know, and uh, saving his money. After two months, he took the money and went to the restaurant manager. And the manager asked, why did you come? He said, you gave me a bill, I came to pay my bill. And the manager told him, okay, give me the money. So the man took the can, the can with the coins. He started shaking the can before the restaurant manager. Then the manager said, what are you doing? Give me the money. Again, he is shaking the money. And then after a few time, the manager asked, what are you doing? Then the poor man told, he was a little clever, he told, Sir, I only smelled your curry and I want you to listen to the sound of my money. Many times, you know, we come to the church, we sit somewhere and we hear some sound and somebody has some smell like you feel something, you are not participating wholly in the worship. This is not the way the Lord expects from us. Those who hear the sound, let them hear. Those who are looking for smell, let them smell. But we are here to worship the Lord in truth and spirit. Participation in worship. Amen. So let us praise, give praise and thanks to God without anybody's, uh, you know, um, encouragement or instigation. Praise and worship should come from the bottom of our heart. I want to bring your attention to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 21. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 21. And the passage I have taken today is from verses 10 through 17. We are not reading all the uh, verses, but uh, we'll discuss the uh, permitted time before us what the Bible says. I want to connect this passage with our personal life and I want all of you, request all of you to 
take this message as personal as we discuss together let this message be very personal to us and encourage us and help us to make a decision in the presence of god matthew 21 is called the triumphal entry of jesus into jerusalem jesus was uh, sitting on a donkey and he was entering into jerusalem maybe the previous week of his death and suffering and so jesus was uh, entering into jerusalem as jesus entered into jerusalem what happened there that is what we read here so i'm not uh, talking anything about the background we understand what is happening there verse 10 through 17 verse 10 verse 10 when he had entered jerusalem all the city was stirred saying who is this jesus entered into jerusalem and when jesus entered into jerusalem jerusalem city was stirred in another translation it says the city was moved there was a moving a stirring in the city of jerusalem it is not new thing new thing happening in city of jerusalem the city of jerusalem has seen lot of stirring and moving commotion lot of problems in connection with the political and religious everything happens there always time to time but this day there is a special a particular kind of stirring a moving and this moving is because of jesus christ Amen. so my first message to you today is that if a moving if a stirring if something unusual happen in your life in your family in your work wherever you are you are not supposed to be discouraged if it is because of jesus give glory to god because he has something good to do for you jesus entered and the city was moved the new testament teaches that wherever jesus went wherever jesus went there was a moving every time lot of multitude followed jesus lot of people followed jesus sometime it the people were kind of pressing jesus we read it in gospels and so everywhere jesus went there was a moving and i say that jesus when jesus comes into my life into my family into my church there should be a moving there should be a moving and i urge you this morning let there be a moving take place in you because of jesus amen hallelujah okay the second thing i want to bring your attention is verse 12 verse 12 that jesus and jesus entered the temple jesus entered the temple Okay now from here onwards i want each and every one of us to connect our lives with that uh, the bible says that you are the temple of god first corinthians chapter 2 uh, 3 verse 16 17 chapter 6 verse 19 20 
all these scriptures portions you read, Paul says that, uh, know ye not that you are the temple of God. Amen. You are the temple of God. Excuse me. The Bible says, we are the temple of God. Amen. Look at the, I appreciate the church we have, the beautiful church. And, uh, you know, we are praying as a church, praying for a larger church or place. Okay, that is all good. We have seen a lot of churches. Many churches are big, attractive, nice. No, I want to tell you that Jesus never comes into a church because of the beauty of the church. Jesus is not, you know, coming. Uh, he, he is not a person who is interested with the outward appearance. Jesus comes into the church, into your life, that when you are ready to make a way for him. Jesus entered into the temple. When Jesus enters into the temple, things will change. Things will change. Make sure that Jesus is in my life. Jesus is in my family. Jesus is in my church. Jesus is in my workplace. Wherever I go, I need to make sure that Jesus is in me and he is with me. Amen. <clears throat> many places we see, many churches we see as great palatial buildings, beautiful. Many of those places, you won't see the presence of God. The Bible says what Jesus taught. Wherever two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in the midst of them. <coughs> no matter you are in your room, nobody with you, nobody to support you, nobody to help you, nobody to pray with you. You are left alone. But I guarantee you, I promise you that without inviting, Jesus is there with you if you are a child of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So our body is a temple of God. If our body is a temple of God, we need to make sure that Jesus is in our temple. Jesus is in my temple, in my life, wherever I go. I need to be aware and fearful that I carry Jesus because this is the temple of God and therefore the presence of Jesus is with me. Jesus went into the temple. So our body is the temple of God. Amen. Uh, Romans chapter 12, 1 and 2 says that, uh, Amen. Brothers, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of the Lord, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Amen. We have to present our bodies as a living sacrifice. It needs to be a daily process in our life. 
day to day activity every day when you get up i suggest you before you go for anything before you go for a tea or coffee amen when you get up from your bed make sure ask jesus for his presence and ask him to be with you lord wherever i go today whatever i am doing today let your presence come with me because you dwell in me amen hallelujah hallelujah okay so jesus enters into the temple now same verse verse 12 jesus entered in the temple and uh, what did he do he drove out all those who were buying and selling in the temple the temple of god has become a business place now business is taking place there which is not supposed to happen so jesus when he entered into the temple jesus drove out everything that was not supposed to be in the temple he drove it out and we read another scripture portion that he made a whip with a with a with what rope with a rope he made a whip and he drove everything everybody the business people business doing people from the temple now the message is if your life your body is the temple of god what are things taking place in this temple if i am the temple of god is there unnecessary business unnecessary things unwanted things things that i am not permitted to do places that i am not permitted to go businesses that i am not permitted to be involved as a child of god all these things is a hindrance for jesus to come and dwell with you so jesus drove everything out and if you and i need a cleansing today i urge you my dear brothers sisters my youngsters that let us be willing before jesus take a verb let us cast everything out let us drive out everything let us take away everything and cleanse our temple make sure that jesus is dwelling in me with me all 24 hours hallelujah none of us are perfect i am not perfect i agree with you we all are human we have our failures but at the same time the word of god says that if anything happen like that you have a place to go go to the throne of grace and ask forgiveness to him and he is ready to forgive it and make sure that our temple is cleansed and jesus is dwelling in my temple hallelujah if that is true when you are driving when you are at home when you are going somewhere heaven is looking at you and jesus has a testimony to say that is my temple he is my temple she is my temple i can dwell in him in her 
without any permission i don't have to take a prior permission i can be with them every time because our temple is a cleansed temple amen the blood of jesus christ his son cleanses us from all our sins amen 100 times failures happen to you and 100 times you cry in the presence of god and ask forgiveness because my god is a forgiving god he is ready to forgive he is ready to forgive so our temple our body need to be cleansed for jesus to dwell in our lives hebrews chapter 12 verse um 4 and 14 those verses Uh, speak to us about the importance of holiness hebrew 12:4 and then hebrew 12:14 very important verses you might read it later and verse 14 says that uh, you need to be be willing to give up your life for the sake of sanctification holiness i read uh, about uh, a creature you can you can check in uh, google or youtube or wherever in the internet this creature's name is ermin e r m i n ermin and it lives in the bushes of south america and they say that uh, this is a beautiful very beautiful creature very pure white color and it's uh, its hairs are like wool white wool and so people will hunt this little creature uh, they will hunt it because if they take the skin of it uh, they can make a uh, few things even clothes and then it is very costly so there are hunters who hunt ermen but this creature how they hunt this creature then know the uh, uh, the character its nature the nature of the ermen this little creature is that no matter whatever happen it will never jump into unclean things never jump into trash into rubbish into something smelling so they know that they know its nature so how they hunt is they would go to hunt this creature with the hunting dogs and so this creature lives in a little hole the dogs will go there and bark and make lot of sound so when the creature will come out it will run no dogs can chase it that much speed it will run but it will take a, a rotation and come back to its own little home the little hall house and so they know that so when the creature goes out of its little hall they will bring all the rubbish all the trash all the smelling stinking things and put it very near the hall of this little creature so it comes and it is running fast to get back into its little home but when it comes it will smell from far the the bad smell so it's uh, the running speed will slow and slow and slow when it come to the dirt all the filth it come it stops there with a sudden break 
it stops there. That is its nature. If it jumps one or two times through this rubbish, it can get into the whole bag and nobody can catch it again. But the nature of the little creature that uh, no matter if I want to die, I will not jump into the filth. That is how they hunt and catch this little creature. A little creature that is created by God has that kind of nature, how much more you and I need to have. Praise the Lord. Stand for sanctification. Stand for holiness. May your body, soul, and spirit be holy, sanctified in the presence of God. We can hide from others. We can hide from parents. Nobody knows our personal, private life. I am not here to blame any of you. It is your freedom, but if you are a child of God, I want to tell you, that we need to make sure that our body is cleansed always for Jesus to dwell with us. Jesus entered into the temple and he sanctified the temple. Amen. Now, verse 13, 13. As he was sanctifying the temple, Jesus said, My house shall be called the house of prayer. My house shall be called the house of prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. When the cleansing took place, Jesus entered into the temple and there was cleansing took place and after the cleansing, the house of God is changed. Now it is called the house of prayer. My house shall be called the house of prayer. Amen. How many of us take time to pray in the presence of God? How many of us really have a personal prayer life? How many of us ever talked with God in your personal prayer life? Have you ever heard God talking to you? Have you ever heard the voice of God, the calm and sweet voice of God, the consolating, encouraging, strengthening voice of God in your ears? You and I, if we are willing, if we have a total commitment for that, I tell you, you can hear the voice of God. The other day I was preaching in the church and I told that, uh, you know, the messages that you never hear from any pastor, that kind of message and voice you can hear from God if you sit in the presence of God. God can speak to you intimately, personally, very clearly. Hallelujah. My house shall be called the house of prayer. Let God look to your life and say, let Jesus say, this is my house of prayer. This is my house of prayer. Maybe your neighbor, maybe somebody who is working with you, let them say that this is a house of prayer. When I share my problem with him, with her, she prayed, he prayed, 
and i got miracle i got deliverance he and she is a house of prayer can we keep up such a testimony in the society become a house of prayer not to give account to anybody but to have a constant relationship with jesus christ my house shall be called the house of prayer amen hallelujah prayer life is very very important you may not be a great preacher you might not have gone to any bible seminary to study you may not have a biblical degree to say you may you may not uh, may not have ever preached or or talked anything about uh, prayer but still you can be a prayer warrior you can be a prayer warrior to become a prayer warrior you don't have to go to a seminary just be willing to sit in the presence of god emma emma gray i think i pronounced it the right way emma gray was a lady who worked in one of the most famous homes in the whole world that is white house she worked in white house for 24 years she was in the kitchen cooking food for the presidents almost six presidents time she was there in white house she was a praying woman and uh, when she got her retirement some somebody came to interview her and asked the emma as you are working in the white house uh, you are with the uh, in the president cooking food for the president how can you how did you get time to pray and she said well it's a duty for me and they asked her do you like all the presidents she said whether i like or dislike it is my duty to pray for them first timothy 22 it says you pray for your authorities and she was believing that verse and praying for them so in the white house being an employee in the white house there also a believer is ready to pray and she becomes a prayer house there you can be anywhere still you can become a house of prayer house of prayer okay when you become when the house of prayer okay it became when the, or or the house became the house of prayer what happened verse 14 it says verse 14 that but when the yeah yeah 14 and the blind and the lame came to him in the temple and he healed them when you become a house of prayer you can see and experience miracles I believe that Jesus is even today in the business of healing. He is doing it today. I was very much excited to hear the testimony of the brother who was leading the worship. He said last year this day he was in the hospital with his son and the way the Lord healed his son. 
And that was very encouraging. How many of us have testimonies to say that you received a healing from Jesus? Hallelujah. And I tell you even today, maybe before you go from the house of God, you can receive a healing. When you become a house of prayer, unexpected healings will take place. Believe it. Jesus can do it. When doctors fail, when medicine fail, when every effort fail, Jesus is there to help. Jesus can heal. Even today, Jesus is healing. <coughs> I used to be involved with the ministry in the uh, northern part of India, several villages. When you go there, you see Pastor Finney and all came, recently came from North India from their mission trip. When you go to the villages, you see people, they are healed. You simply pray, they are healed. The pastors who are working in the villages, they are not qualified. They don't have an end biblical degree. They have nothing to say, but they are prayer warriors. And when they pray, healing takes place right there. Amen. So become a house of prayer. You can expect healings from the Lord. Okay. When there happen healings, then what happened next? Verse 15. Verse 15 says that, uh, but when the chief priests and the scribes saw the, the, they were shouting in the temple, Hosanna to the son of David. Okay. So there was the children, even the children, 16. Do you hear what these children are saying? And Jesus said, yes, I hear. There was shouting in the temple. When people saw what is happening in the temple, people started shouting in the temple. In our language or our term, we say, there was praise and worship happening in the temple. When God is doing something unknowingly, without anybody's force, you will say praise and thanks to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Children are shouting. They were shouting Hosanna to the Son of God. Amen. We are here to praise and thank God. You are here almost uh, one or two hours now. And uh, I ask uh, how many times you were able to praise God? How many times your mouth opened? You use your tongue to praise and give thanks to God? This, has, this should happen without anybody's force. Amen. Praise and worship to, need to come from the bottom of our heart. This is what God requires from the temple of God. Being a temple of God, this is what God expects from our life. As I conclude, verse 17, verse 17, and he left them. And he left them. Left whom? The people who did not like praise and worship. The high priest, the scribes, they were angry to Jesus. Don't you listen what these children shout? Like that they were, they didn't like praise and worship. So Jesus left those people. Jesus never wanted to be in a group where 
you don't like praying God, you don't like praise and worship because my Jesus dwells on the praises of his people. So let us praise and never let Jesus to go out of my temple, out of my home. Never let Jesus to go away from my, my church. Make sure that Jesus is with us always. Amen. This is the message I want to share with you. Let us put it in our practical life. And may our life be glorifying God. And may the name of the Lord be glorified. Thank you. God bless.